1: and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Last week, I warned you that when things start happening in the world, bad things do not be alarmed. God is positioning nations and he is proving the hearts and the minds of the spiritual and political leaders of the world. Focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. This is great news. He is still on the throne he is still sovereign God and his purpose shall stand upon your life and my life. Amen. When we were in Israel in June, one day I felt sick. I missed the tour to the Golan Heights. It was a combination of fatigue. I have not been sleeping and because we have so many challenges even before I left for Israel with a group. And I was interceding for the nation of Israel. But at that time, I did not realize it until after a few days, and I kept things to myself. I did not want to alarm the group. Instead, we covered the Jewish people, the Arabs and the Palestinian people, with our prayers, and we still do. We continue to do so. When I was sick, I felt led to watch the news, and I found out that there are three teenagers who were abducted and were taken to Gaza, a Palestinian territory. I knew then that some terrible things will happen, some things, a conflict will ensue, that there will be confrontation. I was told by the Lord to focus on my mission there, and I did. So I know that this conflict that is happening now will not happen while we're there. That early Saturday morning, the last day of the Feast of the Harvest, I sent a company of prophets from our group very early in the morning, I send them to the old city, the city of Jerusalem, to prophesy and walk the streets of Via Rosa, and prophesy and pray and cover the city of Jerusalem. They did it. They walked for miles and miles, but they did it and they were so overjoyed that God had assigned them such a wonderful, awesome task. And the Lord really empowered them, gave them strength. That same night, Saturday night, we held the first praise concert for Jesus at the Jaffa Gate during the Festival of Lights, in which thousands of people heard us from all over the world. Christians were so thankful that we were there. I canceled our trip to Jericho, which is a Palestinian territory, because of the abduction of three teenagers. But everything else, everywhere, was peaceful. It was an amazing trip. God has been so wonderful to us. See, body of Christ, the Lord will not do anything on the face of the earth without telling his people. This is in Amos that God will not do anything on the face of the earth without revealing it first to his servants, the prophets. God is not going to do anything here on earth without warning us over and over again, whether good things or bad things. And a lot of good things are happening and will continue to happen in this year and the following year and also bad things. So it is important for you and I to be vigilant, okay? God is counting on us and people that have not been saved, they're depending on us to provide the solution and to uh, lessen the judgment that is coming upon our country and other countries, even though they're not aware of it, at least not yet. So keep that in mind. You are important in the body of Christ, and every member of the body of Christ are being called now to take action. Do the right thing. This conflict between the terrorist Hamas and Israel, civilians on both sides are suffering. But this is my prayer. I pray that Israel will completely destroy this terrorist group, for God to guide them to locate the tunnels and destroy all their weapons. They must be completely driven out, so that it will be impossible for them to regroup. Continue to pray. We must also continue to pray for the salvation of both the Jewish and the Palestinian people. Only the Prince of Peace can end this conflict. And if the people of God continue to pray. So let us continue to pray for a complete victory for the nation of Israel in this battle. And most importantly, pray for the salvation of the Jewish people. Pray also for the Palestinian people that they will rise up and stand against this terrorist Hamas and stop using them as human shields, especially women and children. Amen. I do not want to alarm you any further But when I release a prophecy about the coming shaking, an earthquake of global proportion, I was seeing conflict and turmoil all over the world. I also see a great opportunity for the body of Christ to increase in number and to manifest the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. It is necessary for us to believe God for the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence so that we can bring glory to God and it will benefit His people. If this transfer of wealth manifests in us, we'll be able to finance the preaching of the gospel and discipleship, and we'll be able to render aid to our brothers and sisters in other parts of the world that are suffering and are under heavy persecution. Right now, our brothers and sisters in Iraq are being persecuted. They are fleeing their homes and their properties are being confiscated by the terrorist group ISIS. What are you going to do about them? Pray for them. When one member of the body of Christ hurt, we all hurt. And while you are praying for them, pray for the United States of America to continue to be strong and continue to lead in righteousness and not in wickedness. If United States of America will lose its power, who will fill the vacuum? The Middle East? China? Mexico? Russia? It is unthinkable. So let us the body of Christ here in United States of America, obey God, believe Him, and do the right thing. Let us get busy in the things of God. As I mentioned in previous broadcast, the mission of the prophetic voice of our time is found in Jeremiah one ten. To uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, and then to build and to plant. What are we going to build and what are we going to plant? The church is being built up Upon the foundations of the apostles and prophets in which Jesus Christ is a chief cornerstone. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Some of the most painful things I've experienced in this ministry is when I warned people over and over again and gave them instruction to stop doing things and to confront issues in their lives or in their loved ones and did not listen and these bad things happened to them. It is very painful. I'd rather be wrong in prophesying on bad news other than being right. It's not even the heart of God. And it is very, very painful on my part. So as much as I can, I will continually repeat myself so that I do not have to experience what the prophet Jeremiah experienced. And you can read that in the book of Lamentations. Chapter 2, verse 14, it says, the visions of your prophets were false and worthless. They did not expose your sin to ward off your captivity. The prophecies they gave you were false and misleading. When I read that in Lamentation, that the reason why the entire nation went into captivity because of false prophets and because they did not expose sin. Nowadays, people just want You, to preach to them and to prophesy to them to make them feel good. That is not the kingdom of God is all about. The focus of this program is to bring forth Jesus Christ front and center and to wake you up. So let me start. In Matthew chapter 21 verse 43 says, And this is Jesus addressing the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. The kingdom of God will be taken away from you and be given to a nation that will bear the fruit of it. After the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit came upon the 120 at the upper room, this prophecy of Jesus Christ to the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the teachers of the law in Matthew chapter 21, verse 43, have manifested at the upper room when the Holy Spirit came upon the 120 and they were all endued with power from heaven and that is when the church was birthed. Born-again believers who received our Lord Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior and turned away from their wicked ways became a holy nation and priest. Like our Lord Jesus Christ, we became priests to the order of Melchizedek. What did John the Baptist and Jesus preach? Repentance and the kingdom of God. So the kingdom of God was taken from the Pharisees, teachers of the law, and was given to common people like you and I, Jews, Greeks, Gentiles, all the people of the world who will bear the fruit of it. God does not play favorites. Why did I mention the Jewish people too? Keep in mind that the disciples were Jewish, except for a few. So the Jewish people will become priests to the order of Melchizedek once they acknowledge Jesus Christ and start serving him. That's how simple it is. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 11, Luke chapter 8, verse 10, and Mark chapter 4, verse 11, Jesus told his disciples this, you have been given knowledge about the secrets of the kingdom from heaven, but it hasn't been given to them. When the Holy Spirit Came upon the hundred twenty, they receive revelation, knowledge and understanding of what Jesus told them and taught them. And they have an understanding about the kingdom of God. And here's the apostle Peter saying, you are a holy nation, a royal priesthood set apart. And now you and I have been given the knowledge of the kingdom. And we have been given instruction to implement God's ways of doing things here on earth. Now, this year, Luke chapter 12, verse 32, Jesus told his disciples, Do not be afraid, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. You want to please God? Receive what he has for you and implement his ways of doing things. And then teach and encourage others to do the same. Disciple them, encourage others. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 through 10, I'm reading from NIV. It says, Do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkard, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. But of Christ, do not focus on just one group. Like a lot of us, we focus on homosexuality is a sin. Same thing with sexually immoral. Okay, so let us look at our family members Is there anyone who is sexually immoral? Is there anyone who are idolaters or adulterer, greedy, drunk, or slanderers, or swindlers? All of them, including homosexuals, of course, will inherit the kingdom of God. But do not focus on one group, okay? Just do not focus on that. We cannot win them by pointing a finger at them. They will point back the finger to us. But we can win them by love and the fruit of our lives, okay? We can pray that God the Father will convict them or the Holy Spirit will convict them of their sin, that they will be born again. Jesus said, no one come to him, not unless his father in heaven sends them. So when we pray for our loved ones and we pray for the homosexuals, when we pray for the sinners and the wicked, then we'll pray that the Holy Father will send them to Jesus. Okay. Ephesians chapter 5, starting with verse 5 through 7, it says, For of this you can be sure, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such person is an idolater, have any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. Because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not partners with them. Remember at first in Colossians chapter 3 verses 5 and 6. So put to death your worldly impulses, sexual sin, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. It is because of these things that the wrath of God is coming on those who are disobedient. And that harvest is coming. That harvest is here now. We do not want to hear these words. We wanted to hear the mercy and the grace of God that he is. But these sins, lifestyle, need to be uprooted from the body of Christ. You sin against God, against your spouse, or you justify your loved ones in living in a sinful lifestyle, or you even finance them, you will not be able to hear from God. The Holy Spirit will not talk to you because God, who is a holy God, cannot stand in the presence of sin. So you listen now to your own spirit, Your flesh and demonic spirits, they will all start talking to you and filling you with lots of falsehoods and wrong doctrines that you cannot really differentiate who is talking to you. And a lot of Christians, they are confused whether their own spirit is talking to them or God is talking to them. So we wanted to clean house and starting with our own. Jesus said we need to judge ourselves so that we will not be judged with the rest of the world. Harvest is here. And we serve a holy God. Harvest of good and bad is coming. Are you on the receiving side of good and great things? Are you in the kingdom of God? Please do not be deceived in believing that you can continue on sinning. And when God caught, you apologize and you think that you will be restored just like that. No, my dear brothers and sisters. God called you and I to be holy because he is holy. You will be disciplined. You will harvest some of the things that you have sown. Keep that in mind. Mike and I have three children, wonderful kids. I still have to discipline them, give them instruction, and get them engaged in the things of God because I do not want them to miss any good thing this harvest season. This is also the heart of God. We prayed for our partners and members. And This is their responsibility. Joshua, our oldest, pray for the businesses and corporations owned by our partners and members. Specifically, he called forth capitalization, products, inventions, concepts for those that are just starting their business. This is his assignment. James, our middle child, pray for families. Salvation of loved ones, healing, deliverance, and anything and everything that our partners need, including protection. Erica, our youngest, pray for the children of Freedom Fellowship Church and partners of Sons of God International. We do this every morning, except Sundays and Saturdays. My family, sowing seed for our partners and members. We would not want anyone to have any regrets whatsoever. We would want for everyone to receive a great harvest, including their loved ones. Many businesses, ideas, concepts are getting poured out on us by the Holy Spirit. Some of us are ready for implementation, and many are already in business, and they are now getting ready for expansion, implementing God's ways of doing things. Each and everyone are committed to finance the preaching of the gospel and the discipleship. The business people and this ministry are now spending more time with the Lord to hear from him how to implement things and we are covering their loved ones so that they don't have to with prayers. So everyone in our household, the family of Freedom Fellowship Church are covered with prayer so that we have done our part and it is our heart as it is God's heart that no one will not have any regrets with this harvest. Having said all of that, as sowing seed in their life, keep in mind that the only person who can disqualify you in the things of God is you. We do everything we can to disciple God's people in this ministry, but it is up to them to do the right thing. It is up to them to confront issues in their lives, to remove any wickedness from their households and businesses. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. This is Jesus talking to you, and He was telling you and I that this is your priority. You seek the kingdom of God first. Find out the ways of God, the will of God, and the purpose of God, and this is His promised. All of these things shall be added to you as well, material things, riches. In Amplified Version, Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 says, But seek, aim at, and strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing things and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given to you beside. So don't be alarmed with what is happening all over the world. Focus on the things that you must do, that you can do, that God has called you to do. You correct things, you implement God's ways of doing things. Focus on our Lord Jesus, take action. Seek ye first his ways of doing things by asking the Holy Spirit to teach you. Before I pray for all of you, In spite of all the bad news we are hearing from the media and what is happening all around us, all over the world, there are a lot of great news out there, too. For example, let me share this with you. The day that Obamacare passed into law, we were praying against it because, for one thing, we oppose the inclusion of abortion in that law. I was in a hotel room preparing for a special prophetic Sunday service, and the Lord told me that it will pass by the Democratic Party. It will be along party lines. I cried because we were praying. The reason why we have that special service is because we had been praying that this law will not pass. Let me say this. We definitely needed a health care reform. It was needed in this country. But we still have the best health care in the world, in spite of all the problems. So let us fix the problems instead. I oppose the law because it violates conscience or our faith. I do not want my money or money coming from the body of Christ to be used to fund abortion. I am a pro-life. Whatever the benefits the law provides, it doesn't matter to me. What it matters to me is what I allowed or what I touch. And I will be answering that before God. And I'm not going to touch abortion. I cried. And then the Lord told me that if God's people, listen to this, if God's people will continue to live a righteous life and not to engage in hatred and divisive political arguments, if we pray for our president and all of our political leaders the Affordable Health Care Act will not be implemented as a law of the land the way it was passed or the way it was written. Praise God. Now we are hearing all of this, the cases of Habilavi, thank God for them, and other people that are fighting and are making changes and are challenging some of the provisions in the law. I am now more than confident that because we are obeying the Lord that we are praying for our political leaders, that we continue to do righteous things, I am more than confident than ever that the abortion inclusion in the law will be removed and there will be a health care reform in this country, a righteous law that will not violate our faith. Let me pray for you. Father God, open the eyes of your people that they will see. Increase their capacity to receive and to believe convict them of their sins, and guide them to a straight and narrow path. I pray for resolution to their legal problems, settlements in their cases, deliverance for them and their family, salvation of loved ones, and healing in their physical body. Develop in them, Holy Father, a hunger for more of you, that they will take action. We give you all the praise, and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Call me at 210-695-1630. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891.